If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, once again, I'm here with someone who is new to the podcast and actually fairly new to me. Uh, I, th- I think when I when you first contacted me, um, I, 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 I'm sure I'd seen the name somewhere. I'm not sure if it was on the Manitoba Music site or somewhere else, but I, I really didn't know what kind of music you played or what it was that you do as an artist. So um, I, I definitely have done kind of a deep dive into what I could find online and, and your new record and things like that um, leading up to this conversation. But I think the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and just give a bit of background about what it is you do as a musician. So I'm Karen Hammerstrand, and uh, I came into the music scene later than 99% of people, I suppose. Um, yeah, I had a whole life before it, and I woke up one morning with a song in my head, uh, lyrics and music, and... You know, I went to, uh, at, at that time, back in 2008, there was a, a group called Manitoba Songwriters Circle, and um, I, I attended one of their uh, circle, song circles and, you know, took uh, 10 copies of, of my lyrics and um, sang it a cappella for them. I was terrified, totally, but, um, you know, I got really good feedback, and I, I, I was totally hooked. Like, I couldn't sleep that night. I was so excited about it, so I just sort of continued with that. Oh, for a few years, probably five years anyway, and, um, you know, got to play out, like, as a group, they played out, too. They, um, yeah, they had used the Folk Festival building to uh, host, um, you know, talent nights and that sort of thing, and just membership nights, and so, you know, you got you got to get out there and, and put your stuff out there, and, and made it seem like it could happen, and, you know, it's something I could do, and I really enjoyed it, and. Uh, yeah, I've just not looked back. I've taken pauses, bigger pauses, but, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I, I just really enjoy it. Well, I was going to, th- that whole idea of, of just sort of uh, one day having a song in your in your mind, I mean, I think that you're right, that most people who I who I talk to on this show anyway, they play music because they've been doing it for, for decades, or, or they've been, you know, it's been something that's been kind of a constant since they were a teenager or whatever. How does that work where you just suddenly have a song? I mean, I, I can't imagine sort of um, what that must feel like to to realize all of a sudden that, that this thing that you haven't done is something that, that you want to pursue. Yeah, you know, I played, uh, like I sang a lot when I was younger. I took some piano lessons. We always had a piano in the house. But I really, uh, I was kind of averse to piano lessons. <laughs> you know, I like to play by ear. So that really held me back. I just wanted to you know, fool around on the piano, and I, I never, um, I don't know, I might have got to grade two or something, but I never learned, you know, the real solid basics of it, and so I thought, uh, I never thought that it would be something I would pursue as a career just because of that, even though there was always a real deep love of music, and, and it's always in my life, it's always been in my life, but uh, 
you know, I, I guess that would be the aspect that held me back. So it was really quite something when I woke up with a melody and because, but I do write, like I've always written poetry and things like that. Okay. And so, you know, that wasn't a shock to me because I, I really love to write. I do love to write. Um, and I do love music, but, but that would come spontaneously. Yes. That was a surprise and a lovely one. And, uh, and it's just, it just has kept happening. So, and it's not just, it's not just, uh, it's whatever I'm listening to and I get hooked on at the moment, you know, um, is generally what I'm going to, is what comes out, you know, in my music, what, you know, the style that I'll write that song in. So it's been quite varied, you know, the material that I put out. Yeah. Uh, but that's fun. That's fun too. So. Well, I think it's interesting too that, that uh, you know, th maybe this happens to a lot of people, but you've actually gone through and pursued it and followed through and, and taken it to where you are now. I mean, you, you, have, you have music out, you've been playing shows, like you said, like it's gone from just this this, this idea that, that popped into your head one day to actually following through. And I think that's probably the rare thing. I think maybe a lot of people have ideas like that to pursue something creative, but you've actually gone and, 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 and gone ahead with it, which is really cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I sometimes uh, am shocked myself <laughs> that I've done all this. <laughs> but, you know, I guess I like it well enough that it's 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 really a, a passion. It's something like yeah. any passion, you know, you have to do it. And so I've just kept doing it. And listening to your, to your new album, which came out earlier this month, too, it doesn't sound like you're new to this. I mean, I know you're not that new to this at this point, because this has been a few years that you've been uh, you've been working uh, as a musician. But I mean, um, you wouldn't know. <laughs> Like it, it, well, it, it, you sound like you've been doing this for 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 a long time, so it's um, it, it's really it's really an interesting I think a, a background of of how you, how you became an artist. But um, so what can you tell me about the record? Because it, it did just come out a, a few weeks before we're doing this interview, and that's got to be very exciting. I know you have other music that had been released before, but it, you know it seemed like there was quite a build up to to this to this record. And um, yeah, well, what, what can you tell me about the album? Uh, okay, well, you know, still life. Um, it, it's a bunch of songs that I've had in sort of my back pocket for a long time. Uh, they've been written anywhere from one was 2011. I mean, it was a really early write of mine, and some 2013, 2016, 2022. They come from all over the place, and they're just songs I really liked, you know, and that were meant something to me. Um, but uh, life is, you know, like I have a family, right? And, uh, you know, we have a summer cabin and stuff. So it's not like I'm not busy with other stuff sometimes. And uh, so that's, um, you know, I've let it get, whatever, let it get in the way, I suppose, of, of dealing with those songs as they came. And with a pandemic, um, I guess that lull, you know, I thought, well, if I don't do it now, why, when will I do this? Like, I want, I want those songs out there. So... I just picked my favorite songs and they all seem to kind of hang together somehow, you know, like they all, um, they, and maybe, maybe I write a lot about inner work, you know, sort of meditative things and, and, and nature. And, you know, it's certainly a theme I write about that's important to me and, you know, mental wellness by, by taking care of your, your, yourself and, and, um, and, um, and just the world and, and, and others, you know, just being, you know, being kind to yourself, being kind to others, and yeah. listening to yourself and, and all those sorts of things, you know. Um, I think that enters a lot of my songs. So they kind of hung together with that that kind of theme. And, and actually, I thought, well, it's kind of apropos with, you know, the, all, the, all the mental unwellness that's, you know, certainly come out of 
this pandemic time that you know we, we were in. So yeah, well, um, I think I think it seems like uh, you know. Uh, I've been talking to people twice a week on this show since the pandemic has been happening too and just through that entire time and it seems like people have gone one of two ways they've either been completely closed off and can't write and can't create and it's been this this really hard time and other people have been found it super super uh, useful in turn not, not you know this is not a positive situation but in terms of having some extra time to to work out ideas to to record to not perform the way they used to, but to find new ways to, to sort of be creative. And it sounds like you, you're sort of form, fall more into that category, um, than, than the former. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I did, I did, I did fall into that category. I, I, uh, I use my time that way. Um, I'm really good at, at doing things, um, you know, with quiet time. I, I don't know. I think I specialize in that. <laughs> I'm starting to think I specialize in that because, yeah, a lot of a lot of positive things. A lot of, of course, negative things came out way more. But yeah, but a lot of positive came out. There's some silver linings for sure, and um, you know, uh, so I'm I'm real grateful for those things, and uh, this is certainly one of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Of want to and have to and need Then towing the line That still won't define Truth or the answers for me Listen to all the voices With all their choices and tangled up points of view Now it's time to be still while there's still life I will put my trust where it's rightfully due
And what you said a few minutes ago, too, about the songs hanging together, I think that's interesting, too, because I agree with you. Uh, you know, after listening to the record, it does sound like it's um, not like a single concept, but it, it flows from song to song, and it has kind of a consistent mood to it. And that's kind of cool, because stylistically, from song to song, it's it, there's, there's a lot of things happening. I mean, there's, there's some songs that I think would be considered straight-ahead singer-songwriter folk-type songs, and then you have things that are very, very jazz-influenced. And, you know, you're, you're shifting genres and styles but it still has kind of this this overarching uh mood to it i'm not sure what that mood is exactly but it has it has a feel that that flows from one song to the next is that something that that you did deliberately or is that just sort of how these songs came out of you yeah no it's not deliberate for sure um and i've always you know it's something i've always worried about even my first album was not maybe as diverse but it's pretty diverse as well and i i really at, at first i was um reticent to you know, to even put a record out because I thought, eh, it's all so different. How can I make a record like this? And then some people who are saying you should really, you know, record your music said, oh, no, no, it's going to come out fine. Your style, your style is your style. And, and whatever that is, it, whether it's, you know, the way that I'm, I'm fairly spare with my words. I'm quite spare with my words. I, I'm not wordy. Um, uh, my melodies off, often too. My melodies, my songs aren't really long usually. They're, mm. they're, and um, um, and sometimes they're even like uh, like standards. You know, they almost come out as a standard. And people say, "Did you write that song?" It's like, "Yeah, I wrote that song," because it, it they're they're you know I'm not bragging or anything, but they're they're a little bit timeless because they're they, they've just got that standard quality. And I and I don't know why I write like that, but but that's how they seem to come out. And who knows? I guess <laughs> why 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 things happen the way they do, but. Um, like you say, they, they do hang, they do seem to hang together and, and, and people say that. So that's reassuring to me. Did you put a lot of thought into the way the album was sequenced? I mean, I listened to it start to finish. I realize we're in an era now where people don't necessarily do that. I mean, the way people consume music has changed so much, um, even in the past five, 10 years. And it's not a given that someone's going to sit down and listen to a record from the first track to the last track. Was that a consideration? Is it the order of the songs to make it flow like that, or was it just it just ended up working out? Yeah, I you know I'm uh, it's it's one of my weak areas. I I I, uh, I always I always really struggle with with song order, whether it's in an album like that or if it's a set that I'm doing or a show. Um, so that's how it just seemed to that's how it seemed to come out to me that 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 flow would be good with you know starting in an upbeat and ending in an upbeat and, yeah. and some and different stuff in the middle um especially with the, the variety um i i did you know the the uh cd release on the eight i did a different a different flow to the music and it might have been a more logical flow actually but but that's okay you know um it's it's an area i think you have to work with a long i'm i'm guessing you have to sort of work with it a long time to to get that feel for for doing those sorts of you know flow of of music and storytelling and, and an a side and a b side you know i i know theoretically you know i've read about it but it's like i just i i have trouble i have trouble uh 
deciding. So I, I hope it. I hope it was a logical flow. Uh, it feels yeah. like it is. I mean, you, you could have said yeah. the complete opposite answer, and I would have believed you. So, okay. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you're, you're good there. Um, do you think at this point? I mean, now that you've you've been doing this for a few years, you have these two albums out. You've kind of established who you are as an artist. Do you think that you have a, an idea of sort of where you fit in within the larger local music scene? Because there's so. I mean, it's so big. There's so diverse. So many different styles of music. So many bands. So many solo artists. Have you sort of found your space within the music scene um i no i don't know that i have i don't know if i'm yeah no i don't know if i have found that space and i i mean yeah no i don't maybe a better question (laughs) is do you do do you need to find that space like do you think that you you need to find sort of where you belong in the music scene are you happy sort of being where you are and 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 doing music the way you're doing it and you know because uh, Obviously, the vast majority of of the bands out there are are, are younger, and they're yeah. you know they don't have the same uh, other responsibilities. This could, be, this could be all they do. You know what I mean? They have other things going on. So, is that important for you to sort of say this is these are my people? This is where I belong in the scene, or are you happy just being sort of who you are and and putting your music out there the way you're doing it? Yeah, you know that's the thing. I mean, at my age, I guess, and I I, I don't know if it's just at my age, but really. Ugh putting out the music the way I want to put it out, I'm lucky I can do it. You know, that, that I'm at, a, I'm, you know, there's two sides to this. I guess I'm lucky I'm at that stage where I can do that. Yeah. I still do that. And so I can put it out the way I want to. And um, if I draw enough people just to, to keep it sort of going and, and it'll find its own level, you know, it'll find its own level. Um, opportunities come that are surprising sometimes and, and I'll, I'll, it'll open me up to a new a new niche for it, you know, or um, uh, a new audience for it. And I find that tremendously interesting, just like opening up to different genres. I find the whole, you know, the whole journey is interesting. It, You know, you can, I have the luxury, I guess, of allowing myself to ride the wave and see where it's going to take me. I mean, if you're a working musician, you don't have that luxury. That's you right. know, for sure, that's your job and you've got to be very serious about it. But, um, and I'm serious, you know, to, to an extent, but I don't have to be, you know, in, in that invested for sure. Um, so I'm enjoying this journey. It's, you know, it takes me places that I never think I'll go. And there, there it is. And it's, it's really great. What has the, um, what has the reception been from, from, from other artists? I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of people in Winnipeg have this, this perception that we're all very welcoming, but in a lot of cases, that's because people have known each other for decades and they've played in each other's bands. And there's definitely, um, the music scene is very incestuous. Everyone's been, you know, involved in each other's projects over the years. And so as someone who, you know, came to this relatively sort of all of a sudden, how, what has that been like for you? Have you felt it to be a welcoming community? You know, um, yeah, anytime I work with musicians, I felt totally welcomed. I felt completely welcomed and, and always invited back and, and always um, included. And, um, you know, there's been a good level of respect and, um, you know, and back and forthing on ideas. And that's what it's all about. You know, that's that's the fun part is, you know, when, when I was um, recording in a paint box, I mean, that was tremendously satisfying. Um, the process that they use in that studio and um, and these are veteran musicians you know but um, they're very very respectful and of course had amazing ideas that you know sometimes really transform what I had and and I really appreciate that and I enjoy the process you know it's it's an exciting journey it's a lot of fun 
And um, I, you know, when I first started, I met I met through the song circle. I met a lot of other um, uh, musicians, and really, I would say, as much as it was exciting to get my music out there, it was a whole lot of fun to be with these musicians who were very welcoming and supportive. And you know, we all played together. We all did stuff together, and uh, you know, we socialized together even. And I've never found anything but really good good things about the community, no matter you know what genre it is. I it's that, been a big part of how much fun it is. That's great. That's good to hear. I, I I'm always glad to hear that because you know. I, I like I I haven't played music in a long time. I do this now, but I I, mean, I first played in the band like in 1995 when I was in junior high, you know. And so I mean, like for me, everyone I know has been in bands over the years, and so my idea of the scene being welcoming is maybe a little different because it's just sort of the people I surround myself with. But whenever I hear something like that, it's always it's always nice because I mean I think I think that there definitely is there are a lot of creative people in this city and um, in the province, and it's uh, it's cool that people are sort of open to to whatever new things someone's trying. And uh, it, it's always nice to hear that, that that's actually true and not just my clouded <laughs> perception of it. Came from a place I didn't understand Walked her pace, feet on the land She passed so quickly, she passed so slow Where did she go, where did she go Butterfly wings and rainbow streams She walked with joy, not earthly means simple vision, a simple plan, simple book tied in her hand. Sometimes from the shadow memories rise to cloud my eyes as I turn away. I wonder will fate always have its way? They see what's real at the end of the day. Came 
place I didn't understand I walked her pace Feet on the land She passed so quickly She passed so slow Where did she go? Where did she go? Where did she go? Where did she go? What is sort of your next steps with this? Because, I mean, the album's out now. You had your release show. Um, it's out in the world. People are going to listen to it, hopefully give you feedback, and hopefully that feedback will be positive. But what's sort of the next steps now that now that you've done all this and released this? And do you have new songs you've already been working on? Or are you going to wait until you have new material? Are you planning a lot of shows, things like that? Yeah, I have I have a few songs, but I'm I'm really excited to do all new songs. Like I um, I guess the pandemic started a new creative streak too because I feel I've got I've got so many clips on my little recorder. It's unbelievable. It's just going to be amazing to go through them all and and just carve some time. It's been a really busy time in our family just with some weddings and things like that that I've been involved with and. Um, and I can't wait to, to write again, actually. I can't wait to write. That's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of it. And uh, yeah, I'm doing some, you know, some gigs. I'm lining up a few. Um, so yeah, it, it's exciting. It's, um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm keeping the ball rolling. Cool. What yeah, is I, want the... to, I, I do want to record again, so. Well, I, the, part of the reason I asked that actually is because, you know, you've gone through the whole process of writing these songs and, 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 you know, recording them and finally getting the, the album released and all this. So how old, I mean, do you feel like some of these songs are old now? Like, have, do you feel like you've kind of, you know, now that they're new to everyone who's hearing them, but do you feel like you've moved past them at this point? Well, um, you know, actually not, actually not. Uh, some of them are, were, are so dear to me that I thought I can't let these songs die. Like these songs have to come out. So I obviously, you know, to, it was to it became obvious to me that these were special songs. I like had written them about experiences I was going through, you know, personally, and you know, things that I was learning, uh, just important things about just about life, I guess. And um, I don't think they're ever going to be old to me. No, they won't. And and there's some in the first album the same. They'll never be old to me, never. Um, but I can always write new stuff. <laughs> that's There's right yeah. <laughs> for sure what what is this um you know obviously i, I wasn't at your, your your release show um what does this look like live how, who do you perform with how big of a group do you have when you're performing live and uh, how does that differ from sort of your writing process uh oh well um uh when i was playing uh the, my cd release there was um were six six players okay six players um and um my last CD release, I think there were seven or eight players, you know, because there's quite a few instruments on my album. Yeah. So I tried to cover, you know, you can't cover, there's no possible way to cover all of them, but I had a, uh, one multi-instrumentalist, Ken Gold, who plays saxophone and flute, and he played on my album, so he was able to make it. So um, that was great. And then Karen Barg came and played the violin. So, you know, those two instruments alone added added some of the punch that, that was... Um, 
that was really fun to have there. Yeah. And the other guys are just solid, amazing players, and and they just uh, they just filled out. You know, they they did the base and the sound, and you know, as they as I figure they could have done it themselves easily, but but those um those other um those other instruments added added some real punch and flair to it and that was a lot of fun and so whenever i can do that if i'm playing you know but you don't do that in a small gig that's like a show um if i'm doing a, a smaller gig um you know i used to play with a tree like as a part of a trio okay um and i in those days i'd play guitar and and um ukulele i'd, I'd bring those along I don't do so much anymore. I've got, I've got a shoulder problem. <laughs> this, this getting old stuff. So um, I don't play as much uh, live, but I, I have always an instrumentalist with me, uh, either a keyboard or or um, or uh, acoustic guitar, guitarist, uh, and then just my voice often, you know? Well, for, I guess... For just kind of things. I guess the reason I was asking that is because, I mean, I'm assuming that you write the... When you write the songs, obviously it's a much more stripped down version of the song you're writing it on your own and then bringing it to the other musicians how 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 different i mean how, how much do the songs change once you introduce all those other element, elements to them and, and i mean because i imagine it, it it's i mean the basics are there the structure is there the lyrics are there the melodies but i mean you're adding something like a saxophone for example or a violin those are going to definitely kind of change the the whole feel of the song it, how much do you, do you find these songs kind of morph once you've started adding some of those instruments in there? Oh, um, you know, I mean, they're really full, full bodied songs when you've added all the instruments. Um, yeah. Like some songs had three or four instruments and some had, you know, probably six or seven instruments. Like they were all over dubs this time. I mean, last time the first album, we did them all live on the floor, you know, for two days this time, you know, because of restrictions and lockdowns, they were all single overdubs. So with, you know, um, 21 instruments, oh. uh, that, that, that was, uh, that was a bit of an undertaking, but, and, and certainly a, quite an undertaking for the engineer who was Rusty Robot, you know, because he had to sift through all these, <laughs> all these wonderful overdubs, but he had to find the best ones. And, and then he and Lloyd had to figure out how, you know, how they're best going to all fit together and, and, make something cohesive it was not i can't imagine it was easy for them but they did an amazing job i mean really it was an interesting project to do that yeah. way and it came out it really came out better than i could have imagined well the idea of piecing a record together that way is kind of an interesting way to look at it too because it's it's come like the polar opposite like you said from how you did the first album so that's uh must have been i mean it must have been interesting to hear it as, kind of as it progressed um you know once you were you were getting different uh different mixes and things yeah, I mean, we did we did the, the uh, bed tracks first, you know, in, in two days with the three instruments. And then the rest were all overdubs. And I mean, so you kind of lose sight of how it's all going to sound, you know. Yeah, well, I want this on that, you know, that song and this on that song. And maybe, well, we'll try that. Since we have the saxophone here, let's try it on that song too, you know. So then you're, you're throwing ideas in there and you're, you're just going to see. And it's easy to say at the time, but then, you know. Poor Rusty, who had to sift through all this. <laughs> Holy mackerel! I mean, uh, he really had his hands full with with the amount of uh, material he had to go through. But he he really did an amazing job, and and he and Lloyd really did did an amazing job putting things together. So, 
yeah. I guess that's what you get when you work with people like that too, right? Who have all that experience and all of that knowledge of, uh, and, and just musical ability themselves too. I mean, someone like Rusty seems like the perfect guy to, to, to do that, to, to put that together um, because of all of his, his, his background and experience and playing multiple instruments himself. Yeah. And he said he enjoyed, you know, the process and, and Lloyd Peterson too is a, you know, multi-instrumentalist yeah. and, and, and a tremendously uh, talented person and, uh, and you can just make stuff up out of out of nothing, you know. Well, leaves are green and the sky's so blue. I'm strolling down the avenue. I'm going to send my thoughts your way. It's a beautiful day Hey What a beautiful day song uh thoughts your way so that started as as a reggae song and then we all went ah, do we, you know do we, or i went do i really <laughs> like this? this this isn't really how okay it was sort of an experiment but i don't think i don't think i like that experiment anymore let's start again you know so 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 i said okay i'm, I'm thinking of this beat you know i'm going 
whatever I did and like how I wrote the song. And so, so Lloyd said, Oh, it, like this. And I'm going, yeah, oh, that's really close. So then, you know, Rusty came in and did part and, and, and they just built this song up, um, which had started its life like that, but more, well, it's a little more sassy and rocky now in the final version, it started out kind of um, singer songwriter, you know, folky and yeah. had morphed into a rag, uh, you know, sort of a, had a, a reggae beat <laughs> and that was kind of this little sort of rock thing. So it, it was a really fun, fun journey that we did. I, you just didn't know what was going to come out of the studio from one day to the next, but it was always fun and it always turned out well. If people And everyone got Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, I know everyone got got their you know input, and and that was really helpful to to have that. Well, it sounds like it worked. Like I said, I mean, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to expect when I when I first uh, started talking to you about this, and uh, I listened, listened to the record. I really I really liked it. I don't know how to classify it. I think, and that's part of the uh, the whole uh, you know what genre is it, which doesn't even matter. I mean, it, it's it's your music, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, it seems like it worked out. So regardless of uh, you know <laughs> how it was put together, the the end product I think is uh, is pretty solid. Um, if people are hearing about you for the first time on this show, what's the best way to, first of all, hear your music and then also find out what you're up to as far as potential future shows or, you know, it's a podcast someone could hear it the day it comes out or they could hear it six months from now or a year from now. So maybe by then you have new music out, who knows? So what's the best way to find you online and, and hear what you're up to? Uh, I have a website called karenhammerstrand.com and uh, I, I, I'm going to list my upcoming gigs on that. Um, and all my media stuff is on there. And any news that I have will be on there. Um, I have a Facebook music page, but they blocked me <laughs> because I did a, I, I, I put a song, uh, uh, an article about Harry Belafonte and someone didn't like it. I, I can't even imagine why, <laughs> but I can't, un, you know, they're, they're, they'll unblock it at their own sweet time. So, so you can't see anything on my Facebook music page, but you can go to my website and uh, I'll keep that one updated. Cool. And then as far as hearing your music, um, I know you mentioned it was a CD release, so there's physical copies, I imagine? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have I have physical copies for sure. Um, I'm going to take them around to a couple of, you know, um, brick-and-mortar shops, and I'll also put that on, on my website so that people can... They could probably just get them for me, too, if they... You know, if they want to contact me, I'm happy to get them to them. Yeah, as well. for, for sure. I'll have to talk to you about that after we uh, finish recording. Um, and then I imagine it's also on all the various uh, streaming platforms that people use uh, to yeah. listen to music these days. Yes, it is. Yep. 